In her IT career spanning about 23 plus years, she has led large delivery teams across technologies, domains and clients. She was part of Wipro, iGate, Capgemini and currently heading the testing division for the MFX Infotech which is a subsidiary of Quest Corp. After 23 years of interesting corporate work, she was looking at giving back her experience to the next generation and women came across the purpose coach framework she is now part of the purpose coach community impacting working professionals and also into various alternate healing modalities so folks 2 years ago if you look back work from home was available to limited people in the it industry but the pandemic has unleashed the power and potential of remote working and telecommuting or distance working has become common in the domains or fields which has never imagined to be in fact as per a recent survey conducted over 60% of the employees are inclined towards remote work or at least prefer hybrid work models so work from home is going to stay here for a long time and employee engagement is very important irrespective of whether someone is working from office or home beat the virtual engagement or the physical engagement now so here comes a question to introspect is the employee engagement same in the work from home world in today's episode let us discuss this topic with vedashri nagabhushan this is the guiding voice podcast series tgv for a better future This podcast is for professional students, IT employees, and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. So, folks, in case if you have not rated our podcast on Apple or any other forum, request you to provide your rating and leave a candid review, because every constructive feedback will be taken in a positive way, and you will see us grow. Every rating and review will also motivate us to bring in more and more useful content to you. This is your host, Navin Samala, and I have about eighteen years of rich and diversified. experience in the it industry in every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn some amazing stuff also we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end folks you will acquire more knowledge per every minute by tuning into tgv than any other podcast in in this space thank you so much for tuning in and we are pleased to have veda part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe veda welcome to tgv hi navin wonderful to be part of this podcast very happy to associate with tgv and his journey reaching out to the youngsters pleasure to have you on board and veda let's get started i would like to ask one key question which i have been asking all my guests what are the top 3 things that have contributed to your growth in terms of reaching your current position very interesting question navin um my job as a it professional involved a lot of traveling and meeting various kinds of people across the globe i realized when we see uh, people for what they are understood from their perspective in terms of their different cultures or region language education upbringing and showed genuine interest in knowing understanding people 
I saw a lot of uh, things related to what got sorted out. When you understood people, issues got sorted out. For example, I was given an assignment in US to actually talk about the processor uh, maturity recommendation. So as a team, when we entered the meeting room, the person who was listening, we didn't know the person and we were giving a lot of the ideas on how to implement tools, all such that. I realized that the lady out there was very nurse, nervous. So later on, when we had a break, I sat with her and I tried knowing her. I realized that she came from a background of help desk. And for her, getting into testing was a big deal. She was not a very techie person, but uh, she had got the job. We talking about uh, testing tools and all these things overwhelmed her and scared her. So I took that feedback and gave it to my boss. And we were, when we reconvened, talked about how to implement it without intimidating. And she was so very relieved. And, you know, that was a big win. She was very thankful to me. That is one of the key learnings that you have to be connected and understand people in this business. Second important one is uh, no one is a born leader. When situation and things are thrown at you, it's your ability to adapt and deal with the situation and handle things. How you handle things makes you a leader. I was a very introvert person. Uh, during my college days and however to survive in the corporate I really, really had to change I picked up various soft skills uh, like public speaking, speaking to overcome my shyness and attended various courses to be IT ready took Chris earlier on to uh, to be a manager and a leader you know so adaptability and taking risks risk helps you to grow faster as a leader the third important thing what I have uh, learned and what has brought me into this uh, position so far is uh, in, I believe in having right mentors for the right subjects, which helps you to learn faster and grow faster. I still invest a lot of time uh, and money for my learning. I believe to constantly grow, one has to constantly learn. For example, um, if I have to learn swimming, I can learn it on my own. I can learn it through friends. I can do that. But why to invest with, on a coach? What happens is when you when you go with a coach or somebody who is really knows swimming, you feel the first is your own fear in the right hands that comes. The fear of you know your the wrong hand goes off, and then you learn faster. As a coach, helps you to overcome mistakes and takes you to the next step. So that kind of learning has really helped to be in this position. Awesome. I love the example of having a coach for a swimming and all because they have already been through this journey and they're the better people who can guide us. Absolutely yes. great. All right. So now we'll talk about the core of today's topic. Like when it comes to the remote engagement versus engagement in the physical teams, right? What are the pros and cons with both these approaches? Because I believe there are positives as well as negatives for both. So what's your take on this? Sure. See, to start with, it is interesting to know that due to the pandemic, there is such a drastic change in the mindset of the customers and the IT industries to move to the remote, which was earlier not possible. You know, uh, in India, especially remote working was something like a taboo. Most of the organization never allowed it. But, but Corona has changed the whole thing. Earlier, customers were very reluctant allowing remote working uh, as a more of a, uh, a privilege rather than a normal thing. 
some of the IT industries also ensured that there is no remote working, you know. Um, but due to the pandemic, due to, uh, to sustain the continuity of the business, the IT teams or the customers reluctantly agreed for a remote work. However, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise for the customers and IT companies. First of all, they saw that the productivities of the employees improved. The availability of the teams were there. The cost of managing the infrastructure was reduced. That was that I see as an advantage for an organization. However, what I see as a negative or a con is that um, the individual working, they feel as they're isolated sense of not having a community, uh, long working from home policy lead to issues like uh, mental issues like depression, isolation, uh, being lost and sense of unexplained frustration, which in the law can actually reduce the productivity. That is how I feel it. But I think uh, a combination of uh, uh, what we call a hybrid model where you can come to office or still work from home would be a good solution. Hopefully, we should come to that situation once we are very clear from the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is hoping for that. Like At least 40 to 60% of the team members might be working remotely and on rotation basis, So, which is a win-win for both employees as well as the employers. All right. Yeah. All right. So now let's talk about this uh, remote working like uh, nothing can replace physical presence right and uh, if we talk about your journey like you have joined with the recent organization during the lockdown and now you head a division with so many people reporting to you how do you manage the situation of man uh, engaging the employees so that they are always uplifted in their spirits and all so Lockdown was announced on March 18th of last year and I joined MFX on March 30th. Okay, my onboarding was virtual and I met my team virtually. And in fact, till now, till today, I have not met my whole team. My team is spread across the various parts of India from Gangotri to Kanyakumari. And of course, you know, it was an interesting situation. I felt ideally I would have met the team and connected with them organically. However, this was a new situation and it required an innovative solution. Uh, and it wouldn't be possible to meet everybody. You know, It is so easy to associate a face with the name. You know, When we are seeing people, we associate names and the faces. But now I had to associate a voice with the name. You know, it took quite a, some time. In the beginning, it was an end, endless Skype and Teams call with no contact with them. However, I connected. I created some connect programs to with the team uh, to get bonded, and it was much easier after that. You know. So you said we need to uh, relate the voice with the names, right? It reminded me of yes. something called as voice signature. Recent, it was a uh, term coined in my previous office. One of the employees, one of the leaders, he was telling like, by looking at the background noise of any employee, right, we can identify who it is. <laughs> that was a funny situation. And we say, <laughs> what is your voice signature? Because somebody might have a uh, dog barking in the background. <laughs> yes. I recognize uh, with the background noise. Where are they from? You know, <laughs> they are in the town, they are in the village. So that was an interesting thing. Yeah, very interesting. 
All right, now let's shift gears and talk about your team engagement. How do you do differently to keep your team engaged? Because you you haven't met your team physically so far, right? Yes. So yes. what is that you are doing differently? Yeah. First thing I felt is that it was more. It is not their need to connect with me. It was my own need to connect. My boss, my peers, my team members, um, everybody. I had to know my support staff. I had to know from the scratch. I have just not met. I just met my boss during the interview. After that, I had not met. So to begin with, I created a WhatsApp group. The reason that we created a WhatsApp group for the team is that. i know the youngsters generation they they are more on the whatsapp they are more accessible faster accessible on the whatsapp than on the emails so if there was any communication that i needed to reach out to them it was easier on the whatsapp so we created a whatsapp group then um, we also had obviously official uh, you know email id for the community but this was more like to give a sense of the community we had a whatsapp group we had another fun whatsapp group and a working whatsapp group so that the work and the fun part were uh, differentiated every new member was supposed to give uh, their 2 uh, minute video introduction so they have to create a video about talking about themselves you know from where they are from what are their hobbies what what is the interest that they do uh, just um, expressing themselves so that another person can connect to them it's not a very formal way of like i know java uh, those kind of things but more of as a person you know so that another person can connect and uh, the third thing which i wanted to do is to more like an icebreaker session um but a longer one we had a one week gratitude week uh you know the importance of gratitude you know uh, the earlier even today for that matter when corona happened i think all of us were just thankful being alive and uh, um everybody was going through their own issues of fear isolation and depression they needed a positive space and they wanted to be thankful for being alive and being having a job and um uh, feeling positive about the whole thing so what we did is we i created a format of one week wherein all the team members uh, virtually obviously from us and india wherever they are there i will give them a task at 9 am in the morning um they have to finish the task and post it before 9 pm this we did for the entire week so the task could include like a, as i said uh, a video um icebreaker video um it was about creating a vision board so that they are hopeful of the future you know uh, creating a vision board of 5 years 10 years or long term that was another task um it was very simple and uh, we wanted them to be engaged we didn't want to complicated so we had another um other task like they had to prepare their favorite dish and create some some of the people they uh, put the pictures of their favorite some of them actually a video of interesting then uh, we wanted to have a bit of technical thing so we asked them the trends happening in the testing ask them the top five skills that they wanted to learn for the next year um we asked them to share their work from home uh, you know uh, space photo of their work from home and created a collage of the entire team and uh, we had this uh, we ended this whole program by identifying the winners and giving them a virtual gift like an amazon voucher or something and then we continue to do that we come with an innovative this thing continue to do that the beauty of this is that was there was uh, 
um, there was no hierarchy, there was no bureaucracy. So the teams interacted with each other uh, as a last day. As a, we we wanted the team to be thankful for somebody who helped them out. Again, it's not like a team member thanking the manager. It could be anybody who helped them out uh, to get settled in the new organization or help them out on small, smaller thing, uh, help desk or whatever it is, anything which they felt they're grateful to. That was done on the last day. And uh, we saw an outpouring of gratitude messages uh, uh, happening on that day openly. And it was a beautiful culmination of that whole program. And we continue to do that in one form of the other um, till today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love this uh, two-minute video introduction. Right, they, it, It's not only getting to know about them, but they also get a chance to be articulative in less than two minutes, how well they can talk about themselves. Very interesting. Yes. <laughs> Very interesting. Now, let's talk about certain things which you as a leader should avoid when you are managing a team that is working from home. Right. Can you shed some light around that? So, um, so I, as a leader, and also this is something like I would, I have advised my own managers to deal when it comes to with their team members. Uh, This is to be respectful of uh, each other's time situation and the environment. Everybody is going through a tough time. And in fact, last year was more difficult than this year. Um, we were in the midst of uh, Corona, uh, second wave, and things were happening. Uh, everybody's houses, we don't know what was the situation. Um, it is important to be re- sensitive and respectful of individual time and availability. Uh, respect individual time. Use email as a first mode of communication uh, rather than picking up phone for everything. Give enough time for the man- uh, managers and the team to revert back. That's That's number one. Not to assume that just because everyone is at home, they are available 24 bar 7. I think uh, this has led to a lot of uh, issues I've seen in the other team. So, uh, understand that there is a work timings and they have their office timings and the work timings and the home times, you know, not to confuse with that and not to call up anytime, uh, everybody, you know, um, not to make calls at untimely hours. And it is also important to have right tone while conversing with the employees and set a conducive environment at the start of any discussion or the meeting, not getting into the point, you know, but setting up a context, just checking on each other, whether they're okay or not, because it's a team. And if somebody doesn't, if it's the office environment, if somebody doesn't come, you can make out, you know, that you know the person is not there, but if they are working from home, if they're absent, you don't even know. I mean, only the manager will know, but the, the team members will not know. So when we are talking, talking to each other they can they can be sensitive about that these are i think is important yeah these are extraordinary tips i would say definitely it's going to help the leaders become efficient and better leaders right so whether this has been a remarkable conversation and now let's switch gears and i would like to lighten up the episode by asking you a few interesting rapid fire questions are you ready for that Sure, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is the rule. You can just crisply answer, like not exceeding two to three words or maximum one phrase on uh, the next set of questions. And if you are ready, I'll fire the first bullet. So given a chance to time travel, would you like to travel to the past or future? Past and go back to some of the oldest civilization and explore, you know, their beauty, you know, 
yeah through my own eyes <laughs> yes interesting interesting so here comes my next uh, question who would you be reborn as given a chance mm i would be like to be born as myself a probably better version that's it improved version <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough all right let's move on to the next one what is the random skill that you would like to learn i think i would like to learn uh, uh, scuba diving i am so much fascinated with water so oh wow wish you all the best on that uh, veda thank you <laughs> let me move on i'll ask you something interesting which i have been asking many of my guests and i get a lot of in responses to this question like what has been a question on your mind which you never got an answer for so far say i think uh, it has it has been an eternal spiritual question that has been on my mind kind of thing what is the what is why are you born what is the purpose of your life and basically what is the purpose of your life i think it's a big question and i've done a lot of journey on my own that will be another podcast but uh, important question is what is the purpose of your life and why am i born i think this is a question that i'm yet to get an answer <laughs> once you figure it out then we can opt for nirvana right <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> the, unfortunately nirvana does not come on a platter so it's a it's a it's a difficult journey altogether i agree i agree all right so that let me fire the last bullet out of this rapid fire round so what will be one message that you would like to give to your own younger version my own younger version yeah is um i think uh, not to afraid of the future you know uh, just be courageous take one step at a time you you i will be taken care not to be so much worried <laughs> that's what it is wow. so just take one step at a time and move on the rest will be taken care you know why plan so much fantastic all right so that was a wondrous rapid fire round let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for this conversation so veda what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers power of the knowledge see all of us have access to knowledge however in the especially in this information age we all have access to knowledge but problem is we don't have access to the wisdom we have information but lack wisdom investing continuously on learning helps but more importantly investing in the right learning um that hap- that happens through mentors and coaches who can part their wisdom to us and help us grow faster and quicker learn fast fail fast and grow faster that's the mantra wow simply superb so veda thank you so much for all the insights that you have shared with our audience today and it has been a pleasure hosting you thank you navin it was same i really enjoyed this uh, session with you absolutely look forward to many more conversations in future Correct. all right all right so folks before we move into the trivia section again here is a request to all of you if you have loved this episode just like i did and found it useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from tgv and i'm sure you are going to share this with your friends and colleagues so that we can expand our reach and get closer to our mission of reaching millions across the globe 
Thank you so much in advance. With that, let me cruise to the trivia segment of today's episode. And folks, today's trivia is about multitasking during a conference call. And in addition to that, I'll also share certain metrics around remote working. Okay, so let me begin my first question. Do you know what percentage of participants on a conference call are less likely to multitask with their camera on? I'm sure you may be thinking, but let me tell you. The answer is about 82% of the participants will stop multitasking if their camera is on. So it might be a good idea to have your team members turn on their cameras during an important or a critical meeting. And at the same time, it also gives us the sense of belongingness wherein we can relate their face to names, so on and so forth. And you know, on an average, how many participants per day have used Zoom in the March 2020 when the first lockdown was imposed worldwide? I'm sure you are thinking, but here is the answer. It's about 200 million people used Zoom on a daily basis. And because of the work from home and the remote work, about 3.6 million tons of carbon emissions were reduced because people are not commuting to office and they started working from home. And in addition to that, if we talk about the productivity of the remote employees, about 77% of the remote employees say they are very productive working from home compared to working from office. That's why this work from home and the hybrid work model is going to stay here for a long time. And I'm sure a lot of new technologies are going to further ease the way we are working and collaborating with our teams in the virtual settings. So I'm really curious about how technologies are going to shape up the work environment in the next five to 10 years. I'm sure you might be curious as well. Also, I would also like to seek your opinion on the remote workforce engagement. Since we have covered the beautiful topic of engaging your teams in the work from home settings by Veda, I'd also like to listen to your thoughts around what have been some of the best practices that you or your manager or your organization has been following in order to keep the workforce engaged and lift their spirits. So look forward to your comments on various social media platforms, and I'm going to acknowledge them in the future episodes. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. We're signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest and cover some interesting topics. 